Hi again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 542. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Please specify whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're both free, including the postage and handling. <clears throat> I've got some letters, music, and some Bible reading, and a message that I fully expect that the Lord will bring through me as an instrument. If uh, any person says that they're a Christian, then they will love Israel. They will love Israel because it was Israel that brought, uh, that has been raised from the dead. And the Israeli people, uh, if they want to go to heaven, they're going to have to accept the Messiah. Thousands of them are accepting the Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ. And those that don't, God uh, will treat them as he did the stubborn people in the um, out on the Sinai Desert. Uh, a lot of people think that the Jews were bad. You Gentiles are a hundred million times worse than the Jews ever were at their worst because you're crucifying Christ. You knew him once. You've heard uh, preached about things preached about him all your lives, and now you're kill, murdering babies. You're committing fornication and adultery. You're saying that you can forgive sin when the Bible says that you can't. You're idol worshipers, and you must repent, or the Lord's going to come and destroy everyone in this world that is not filled with the Spirit and washed in the blood of Jesus. You Gentiles are idol worshipers. You knew the Lord, and now you've gone back to idolatry, and, and then you're looking down your nose at the Lord. On top of that, you uh, it's, it's written that you will not... Uh, side in with Israel, that you're going to just uh, side in against them. And the Lord tells what he's going to do to you in the Bible, but you're so far out in darkness that you won't, you can't see the light uh, of the world. You just can't. It's impossible for you to see it because you natural people, you're not supernatural at all. You natural people do not receive the things of the Holy Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto you. And so you're thinking you're going to get by with all the things that you're doing these days. But uh, I'll see you from heaven. But I'll see you from heaven while you're screaming your heads off in hell. Because the Lord will allow me to see that. You people are not smart. You're the stupidest people on the face of this earth. And uh, you really don't seem to care whether you're stupid or smart. So they're foolishness unto you people. Uh, there's no way that you can know the things of God because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual, those of us that are born-again Christians, we're going to judge all things. We're going to judge you as well. Did you know that? And I'm judging you right now, not with my judgment, but with the judgment of the Lord. Yet, uh, I am not judged of none of you, not any of you out there. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ, those of us that are born again 
uh, Christian, so we know the Bible. And we know what the Bible says is going to happen to you, Gentile, idol worshiper, sinners, the worst on the face of this earth. Because you obviously know that Christ has fulfilled all the 333 prophecies of his first coming. And you know that the time of his coming, uh, his second coming, is at hand. And you're still idol worshippers. Thou, uh, what fools you mortals be. What absolute fools. Let's go to the throne, those of you that know God. Because these carnal Gentiles don't know God. And they cannot know him because they are carnal. They're spiritually discerned, the scriptures. Father, I didn't know that either. I ask that you give these carnal Gentiles a dose of who you really are by the Holy Spirit like you did me so that they won't uh, wind up in hell. Straight is the way and narrow the gate that leads to eternal life. And few, very few, maybe like uh, very few, are going to enter therein. But wide is the gate to destruction, and many there shall be that will enter therein. Uh, Satan, Father, has uh, more than 31 different ways, 31 flavors, uh, to get into hell. There's millions of ways that people can go to hell. And they all these foolish Gentiles have picked one, at least one or more ways that they can get there. Lord, I ask that you give them a supernatural frightening experience that they may begin fearing you because that's the beginning of wisdom is to fear you. And Lord, that uh, you will give them the knowledge of holy things, spiritual things, that their souls might be saved. And Lord, the church that's about, that uh, have been falling away like flies that are dying on fly paper. Lord, let them receive the fear, your fear of you, that they too may be strengthened, saved and strengthened. For I ask it in, Lord, and rebuke Satan, rebuke him from on high. Lord, there's no one that can rebuke Satan like you can. And tear his kingdom to shreds, Lord God, I ask it in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone says, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right, now, Jake Hess is a very good friend of mine. Uh, uh, Ed Enoch uh, likes the way he sings. He told me he was at the Stamps Quartet. But uh, there's a song that uh, we're going to have Jake sing for you here in just a minute that uh, I saw win a talent contest in uh, the Tony Alamo Theatrical School in Cleveland, Ohio, in the WHK building uh, quite a few years ago. It's just a fantastic song. It's called That's Enough, and here's Jake Hess to sing it for you. Somebody laughing at me Really, I don't mind They always stop And try to block my progress Most of the time 
But the mean things they say, they don't make me feel sad. I can't lose a friend that I never had. I got the Lord, and that's enough, that's enough, that's enough. He raised me, and he saved me. He bought me, he taught me. He's my keeper. Oh, Jake, he's my guy. And I can feel the Lord for me. I put my sack, I got the Lord. I got the Lord. Stand by me when the going gets rough. I got the Lord, and that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. He raised me and he saved me. He brought me. He taught me. He's my keeper. He's my guide. And I can hear the Lord calling me by my side. I got the Lord. Praise the Lord. If you got the Lord, yeah, the Lord says if you've got him, you're keeping all of his commandments. And if you're not, you're a liar and the truth is not in you. Well, these scriptures offend you. How could anything that God would say, and God said that, how could anything that he say offend such a person as you or me? All right. I, I love the word of the Lord. Now, like I said before, that anyone... <clears throat> That is, the Christian loves Israel. They love Israel because we are Israel, those of us that are born of the Spirit. Me, I'm a completed Jew. I have the Holy Spirit, and I am Jewish as well. My real name is Bernie Lazar Hoffman. My dad's name was B.A. Hoffman, but his real name was Boris Alfonso Lazar. Did you ever hear of Lazarus being uh, raised up from the dead? <laughs> Praise the Lord. God raised me up from the dead. And uh, Rovan is an artist that I handled in the music business. Susie told me to go ahead and do the promotion on him to show people that I wasn't crazy because um, the natural people in the world thought I was crazy because I quit this big career that I had in the entertainment industry. I had uh, the Beatles asked me to handle them and the Rolling Stones and all the top groups, Buffalo, Springfield, Sonny and Cher. I did their promotion for them and many others. And Ravon was one. Norman Kay, who's a real estate man in uh, uh, 
Las Vegas brought him to me when Sue and I, we left Los Angeles to get married there. And um, we were married three times. I told everybody that a Philadelphia attorney couldn't even get us loose if we ever decided to get a divorce. And of course, there's no such thing as a divorce in the uh, Lord. You cannot be divorced. So if the woman leaves you or the man leaves you, then uh, that is automatically a divorce. And you can then be married again, according to the Apostle Paul. But it has to be somebody that's really a strong Christian. Well, anyway, the I tried to get Rovan to sing strictly gospel music while I was doing the promotion for him. And Major Riddle at the Dunes Hotel in Las Vegas, which was one of the biggest hotels at that time, wanted him for an audition because he kept getting this uh, advertising material from me. And uh, Norman Kay took him over there. And uh, Major Riddle was a big fan of Caruso, and he thought Rovan could sing better than Caruso. And uh, I thought that Rovan was the best singer in the world uh, as far as opera is concerned. And he became a big star during the time when the Beatles and the Rolling Stones were happening. I just did that promo then. And so he did sing a couple of uh, gospel songs. One was the Lord's Prayer. And then another one that is very apropos at this time in the world because it's called Israel my home and that is the Jewish people's home it was never given to Ishmael uh, who was the bastard race it was or the Palestinians and but it was given to the Jewish people and the Jews are very laid-back people they would let the Palestinians live there if they wanted to live in peace and they would allow the Arabs to live there because when I was living in Israel I met many uh, some of my best friends there were uh, uh, people that were Arabs I used to go up to Nazareth on top of the mountain there and uh, go to this ice cream shop and the owner and his mother would make me this real nice Turkish coffee is half grounds and half coffee but uh, I mean he just spent all the time with me and hardly any time with the customers but anyway here's Rovan his real name is Jim Hahn H-A-U-N he's from Roy Utah but he still wanted to sing Israel my home it's on RCA Victor Records uh, here's Rovan uh, the one that I promoted to be the star of the Dunes Hotel over a cast of 100 people imported from Paris, France, from Maxime's, which is the number one place in uh, Paris. Okay, so Israel, my home by singer Rovan. <laughs> Israel, Israel, my home, a nation that's so young in years. Israel, Israel, my home, was built out of blood 
and sweat and tears. Here I'll stay, never more to roam. In my heart, a dream has come true. Israel, Israel, my home. I'll give my life, my all for you. People of courage are fighting to be free, searching for peace and eternal liberty. you like to get into a singing contest with Rovan? Huh? <laughs> I'd blow you right out of the tub. I've never met a singer that sings that good before. Funny thing is uh, the trumpet player in the orchestra at the Dunes Hotel tried to hold the note longer on the trumpet than Rovan was singing and the trumpet player passed out. He fainted. <laughs> All right, and I've never met anybody that sings that good in my whole life. And he would sing without an orchestra anytime. He'd sing, uh, we'd be at a different uh, place where they were having a party, and I'd say, Ravon, sing for these uh, dudes here. And he'd just start singing. And he, he didn't have one embarrassing uh, uh, bone in his body. He'd just start singing without music. And it would, people would just start crying. They'd weep. Even the roughest uh, and toughest type um, reporters at the press club where uh, we made him have his debut, they were weeping and sobbing. Hardcore people in the press were sobbing every time they heard him sing because the mic went out and uh, he had to stand aside. But his voice was so powerful that uh, he didn't need a microphone. Actually, those metropolitan opera singers, uh, they have huge orchestras there, and their voices are so powerful that they go right through the over the orchestra pit and clear up into the balconies. And that's how so strong Ravon's voice was. Uh, there's no way that you could record him to capture the actual power of his voice. He made everybody that sings look sick. Okay, sorry, folks, you know. Sorry, Mary Alonso. I met Mary Alonso's voice teacher, and he said he had a very weak voice, but on the microphone it sounded really powerful. And uh, 
So I don't know that much about Caruso. I used to play his records all the time when I was a kid because I wanted to be an opera singer, a tenor, no less. And here I wound up being a bass baritone. <laughs> so I learned all the wrong songs, uh, Pagliacci and things like that. Anyway, you can uh, hear Rovan on R.C. Victor Records, and uh, he has a website. He passed away, sad to say, quite a few uh, years ago because I warned him not to drink, and, but he didn't listen to my warnings, and he, uh, he died of cirrhosis of the liver. Now, it states on his website that it was otherwise, but that isn't true. All right, I know him very well. He spent a lot of time with me every day. Now then, all right, so we have some letters today. Who is the first one from? From Milan, New Mexico. Okay, I know I've been to Milan, Italy. I never knew there was a Milan, Mexico? New Mexico. New Mexico, okay. Let's hear what they have to say. It's translated from Spanish. Hello, Pastor Tony. I hope Jesus Christ continues to bless you greatly. I have been learning a lot from your literature, a lot about God's word. Can you include my request on your prayer list to pray for my family? They worship images and statues, and I want to be able to remove that veil from their eyes so they can worship Jesus, our Lord, so they won't end up in hell. I believe that with God's help and yours, Pastor Tony, my family will very soon be converted to Christ because nothing is impossible with God. Please send me books and literature so I can learn more about our Savior. I want to prepare myself so I can preach the gospel to those who still don't know it and in the course of time become a pastor. With your help, I can be a servant of God. Thank you for your literature, which I share with the rest of the brothers here. We are about 100 in this prison. I await more of your literature. May God bless and keep you always from the evil of the world government. Your brother, Furman Ocampo, from Milan, New Mexico. Well, uh, praise the Lord, brother, and send him a lot of literature. And uh, the uh, the international government is praying that uh, I will stop uncovering their evil ways. So to them, I'm evil. And, of course, to the Lord and myself, they are evil. They're the worst. The worst on the face of this earth. Uh, just to show you the twist of how things are happening today. There's a bunch of uh, people, boy, young boys that were behind one of our properties, and they were putting graffiti all over them. And when we called the police, uh, I didn't call them, but the brothers called the police uh, to come and warn them. They started uh, railing on us, the police did. So it's no wonder uh, the police... And the international government, the Interpol, which they call the police, international police, um, when you call them, be careful because you know, somebody could be murdering your wife and they'll get on you or get on her for, uh, you know, saying something bad or something nasty to them. They, maybe she didn't want them to rape her or something, and so she started fighting and then you call the police and they're going to start uh, railing on your wife. This is the kind of evil people that are running the government and the police departments and the sheriff departments in the world today. And the U.S. Marshal, it's supposed to be the U.S. Marshal, 
but it's the International Marshals. Go ahead and read that. This is the reason it's not a real a testimony uh, for the Lord, but it's a testimony to show you what a bunch of wicked people there are. Like, for instance, I even asked the, um, I had a man and an architect. Um, we don't have uh, good eating facilities at one of our churches in uh, Fort Smith, Arkansas. And so we took the pains to spend over $100,000 to draw up these plans for a big steel building to be put up over there. And it's been about three years, and they still haven't approved it. And yet they are putting up all kinds of buildings in Fort Smith. It's just that they don't like me because I, uh, they wouldn't allow us to put out gospel literature. And so we took them to court and we lost in Fort Smith, Arkansas, because the judges have historically been against us. As a matter of fact, one of them, Judge uh, Morris Arnold, took all of our property away from us, the whole church property, which amounted to about a hundred million dollars. And this is after around 30 years of being in the gospel field. And they sold it for a penny on the dollar. Anybody could just buy it and resell it for 10 times or 50 times more than what it was worth. We built it with scrap lumber and all kinds of stuff like that. And they thought that was a very joyful thing to do. And why? Uh, they've invented all kinds of things back there that I had uh, people hid in the earth. That uh, there was, I had a slave labor camp in the earth. And that I was using child labor. First of all, the beautiful jackets that I designed and had made were not, little children could never have done those. Uh, you can see Don King wearing my jackets on television. Uh, he said, called me up and told me I'd need three more jackets as only you know how to make and you know how to design. And uh, Tyson wears the jackets and uh, Hulk Hogan called me and also Dolly Parton. I did her jacket for her for the uh, Dollywood, her theme park. And I did clothes for the Beatles and for the Rolling Stones and for most of the top people. There's so many people, Michael Jackson and uh, you name them, the top people in the world. And I've done clothing for three or four presidents of the United States. Little children can't make clothing that those kind of people would wear, folks. I mean, use your head, okay? So how could I be using a, a child slave labor camp to make them? And yet they went to all the different clothing stores and we had the clothes in around 10,000 stores and they sent detailed marshals and FBI people to all the stores saying, don't sell uh, Tony Alamo's clothing or else we will close, uh, close your store down because, um, He's using child slave labor. Everyone that was doing these jackets were adults. And not only that, uh, each one of the adults in the church are receiving $5,000 worth of benefits per month. We are the Cadillac of uh, Christian ministries. There's no other Christian ministry that I personally know of 
that uh, treats the people in the ministry as well as I do. And when Susie was alive, as well as she does, they um, actually received their clothing from the Alamo of Nashville, which is the number one clothing store in the world. You have people like Britt Eklund shopping there, who is in a lot of 007 films, Lucille Ball, Frank Sinatra, and uh, all your top people, uh, the um, group Chicago. And uh, I mean, I could just sit here all day long. I have a brochure of some of the people that shop there, including uh, Nuryavye, this uh, ballet dancer from Russia, Mrs. Jacqueline Onassis, Elizabeth Taylor, uh, you name them, and they've been in that store. Um, God, I mean, just uh, every major star. Did you think that they would wear something that some little kid made? Mm. Yeah, I've, I can show you some of the artwork from our little kids. All right? I don't think anybody would want to wear it. Uh, especially if they were big superstars. Not to put the little kids down, some of them are very promising, but they don't know how to make clothing, all right? And not all the things that were made uh, by or designed by me were made at uh, our our place, our, on our uh, properties. I had, we were getting so many orders that I had to enlist uh, manufacturers, uh, they didn't do the actual artwork on it, but all of our clothing, the suits, I made the suit for Larry Hagman to go to the wedding of uh, Prince Charles in Westminster Abbey Cathedral in uh, London, England. Uh, he wanted Buffalo Nichols on his, uh, uh, we did Elvis Presley jumpsuits. I made the uh, clothes for the stamps. I made uh, the uh, actual, uh, like it was a Dracula cape for uh, Larry Hagman. He wore it at the premiere of The Man from La Mancha or whatever the name of the movie was in New York. And they asked him, where did you get that cape? And he said, he, he told me that, he told them, if I told you, you would never believe it. You know, from a gospel preacher. Well, we had the number one store in the whole world. Everybody that was anybody shopped there. And we had all the country western singers. Ronnie Millsap, I did almost everything for him. And he had had 40 number one smash hits. Uh, name some other ones. Can you think that I haven't mentioned? Huh? I mentioned Dolly Parton that I did. Brooke Shields wore my jackets on uh, the airplane going to the Bob Hope special. I've done stuff uh, for all these people, okay? And uh, many more. Cinderella, uh, who sang all the time with Bon Jovi. And um, it's just the, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Got pictures of the Beatles uh, wearing my stuff. All the leather jackets. No, no children ever worked in our plant. They may have uh, gone in there with their mom and dad and uh, separated the uh, rhinestones or something like that. That wasn't any major thing that they were doing, but that's nothing. 
I used to help my dad out when I was five years old in a restaurant uh, he owned in a hotel that he owned in Lewistown, Montana, called the Burke Hotel and Coffee Shop and Lounge. <clears throat> so I've been working ever since I was uh, very young. And uh, that's, there's just nothing that they can say or they have said about us that is the truth. But because of the fact that I've uncovered the Vatican is hiding homosexuals, that the uh, Catholics killed Abraham Lincoln. They killed uh, Kennedy. Uh, they started all the wars in history because the Bible says everything that is evil in the world, the Vatican is the mother of it all. Okay? Because this that is Satan's seat there in uh, Rome. That's where Satan sits, right there in the city of the seven hills or the seven mountains. But now listen to this, how corrupt uh, the government is. Let read that. Sir, last night after services, I noticed three Mexican youths across the alley at Grand Avenue hanging out. And it doesn't just mean Mexican. Mexicans are one of my very favorite people. I love the Mexican people. And um, because it was through a Mexican preacher that I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He was a Holy Spirit-led preacher. His name was Robert Aguri, and I used to listen to Robert Fierro. And there's many um, ladies that were Mexican that I love to hear them preach. I love the Mexican people, and there's uh, anything I wouldn't do for them if they want to serve the Lord, or for that matter, any nationality. But Mexicans are really top on my list. And I'm not Mexican. I'm Jewish, all right? Then what? The night before, our property and the whole alley was graffitied, so I thought this might be an opportunity to witness to them. I gave the three boys tracks and started listen, witnessing to them. So we didn't even report them for putting graffiti on our property. We just uh, started witnessing to them. Okay, about the Lord. Okay, then what? One of the boys, our neighbor, it turned out, was under house arrest, and these were some of his gang buddies. He said he had to go back inside, and I continued to witness to the other two boys. I had invited them to services, and they said they would come. I was getting ready to leave, and the Lord checked me. I knew I had to pray with them right then, and they both prayed, and then for a long time praised the Lord. They said they would, re they would meet me right here the next night and go to services. Just as soon as all this was done, the police and the neighbor kids' grandfather came walking up to where we were. The cop started shining his light in my eyes and asking what we were doing. So I explained to them that the night before, our property and the whole alley had been graffitied with gang logo and that I was returning kindness for evil. I went on to explain to the cop that I had told the boys that they could get killed being involved in gang activity and gave them the example of what happened at the apartments with a gang member being killed. Right, there just was on the news uh, three uh, people, I think it was a mother, a, a dad, and a young man, they got killed because they were on somebody's property. Somebody just shot them. And I couldn't listen to the rest of it because they had to come out and uh, do godly work. And uh, so they had this man for shooting. For no reason at all, just somebody, three people on their property. Okay, but go ahead. 
I further told the cop that if they die with sin on their soul, they would never get out. I told the cop that they had get out of hell. That means okay. Then what? I told the cop that they had prayed with me and that that is what we were doing here. The child, the kid inside the house, must have incited his grandparents to call the police because the grandfather had welcomed it before when Randy and Ivan had witnessed to his grandkids. The cop was putting me through the whole rigmarole and being pretty nasty, and then saw the literature in their hands and said. Is Tony Alamo putting you up to this? Like I'm, I'm putting people up、uh, to do the wrong thing by sending them out to witness to people. That cop should be fired from off of his job because that's against the First Amendment、uh, of the Constitution, the freedom of religion, and the freedom of speech. And、uh, this is what、uh, they're doing with the Buster. Is they're saying that we'll、uh, we're going to take all your store away from you and put you in prison if you go to Tony Alamo's church, and then the district attorney tried to get out of that, and so、um, the people that came into the store to close it down went to all the different people that worked for Buster and said, "You go to Tony Alamo's church, you go to." They tried to make it look like he's bootlegging. Tennis shoes and CDs, and he isn't doing either one of them. As a matter of fact, if he was, they should go after the people that sold it to him, because he's been doing business with those people for years, and they never came against them, and they never even investigated them. What this is is they just want to put this church down because I'm uncovering all the evil things that the government is doing, and so the. Prosecuting attorney says, "I didn't know that they talked to all the people in your uh, uh, furniture store, Buster, and asked them that question. Are you going to Tony Alamo's church?" He said, "Well, they did that, and so we're going to see what comes of that. But there's no possible way that they can put Buster in prison、uh, based on any factual thing that he did that was wrong. All he does is come to my church." And if they do that, we're going to go against. We're going to sue the government for breaking the、uh, U.S. Constitution. They've been breaking it for years because、uh, there's no longer a U.S. Constitution. We're living under international government, and that is headed by the Vatican, the Pope. And that's why the Pope takes all these homosexuals that have raped little boys. And little girls, and they hide them in the Vatican. It's a very evil organization, as evil as you can get. It's the actual head of the Antichrist. Okay, then what? Yes, is Alamo Tony Alamo putting you up to this? I yeah, I put a, up to it. Okay, you weasels out there in Fort Smith. Yeah, I put them up to preaching the gospel. All right,、okay. and all you people that are Christians. Should investigate that because if they can do that to me, eventually, and I'm very strong in the Lord, and you're not, and they're going to get you next because to, they're not attacking you because they know you're a pushover anyway. You'll easily take the mark of the beast. As a matter of fact, it was in the newspaper today that one whole church took a, a、uh, the mark of the beast in their right hands, so that they can pull the tithes and offerings. Out of them when they walk in the church, that just automatically kicks 
if they give $15 a month or $25 a month, it goes right into the church's bank account. And the pastor said that he likes that a lot because he can go and watch the ball game a half hour earlier. He doesn't have to count the money because it just automatically comes right out of the, those people's account into the, uh, and where this was in Arkansas too, wasn't it? Yes. Because this church has already taken the mark of the beast. And nobody is well enough uh, informed from the word of God that they even know that they took the mark of the beast. They're saying it's just like going to a grocery store with a credit card. No, it's not. They put, uh, what do they call those? Uh, microchip. A microchip in their right hand. And they'll give you an opportunity to have it on your forehead or right hand, the Bible says. And if you do, that's the same thing as having blasphemed the Holy Spirit. Okay, and so what else did this miserable, supposed to be police officer say? I said, no, I'm doing this myself, but I'm using his literature. Yeah, he's using my literature, and he's uh, trying to protect me. No, I tell people to go out and distribute the literature, all right? So I fess up. I told him to preach the gospel, okay? All right, don't I tell people, I'm telling you right on the uh, radio that uh, Tony Alamo, I want to put all of you people out there in radio land, I want to put you up to that kind of mischief to preach the gospel so that people don't murder one another and so they don't murder little babies and so they don't become homosexuals and stuff. Yeah, I'm the one that's doing that. Okay, I want to take credit for that here on earth. All right, so I don't like uh, this Don wolf telling people that I'm not the one that put him up to it, okay? Yeah, I put him up to it, and I'm putting you up to it, too. I'm telling you that if you don't get put up to it, that you're going to spend eternity in hell, okay? You're a bunch of cowards out there, you uh, Gentile, idol-worshipping. Uh, the Lord calls you bastards. That's what he calls you, that you don't have God for your father. Well, man, you could say it in a nicer way, Tony, you may say. Oh, I don't want to say it in a nicer way, okay? Is that okay with you all? Yes. Okay, all the people here says, yeah, it's all right for me to be this nasty. Okay, now, uh, what else? The cop banned the two boys from the property and then left. After the cop left, the grandfather stuck out his hand and said he was sorry for what happened. He said he didn't realize what was going on. While at the hardware store today to get paint to cover the graffiti, the counterman said it made the news today about the graffiti that was going on. I ran into one of the boys today, and he said he is calling for a ride to services tonight. Okay, you know, the different false prophets today say that God loves you unconditionally. If you find the word unconditional in the Bible, I'll eat the Bible without salt and pepper or um, sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> Okay. All right. Now they am. Okay. Uh, no, we were. But, you know, all these things that are going on, the Bible said for us to rejoice when these things come against you. This is nothing. They've sent me to prison for six years on false charges. And they're trying to get everybody to stop going to my church. And they're threatening them with death and everything else. And they're saying that I hired guards. You better believe I did because they were trying to kill my children uh, with guns. They were shooting bullets through the window of the church. 
uh, in this small uh, hillbilly town uh, here uh, in Fowlk, Arkansas. And they're trying to kill people in my congregation by firing guns in there. And then they're saying uh, bullets into the church. Well, what would you do? Would you just sit there and let people do that to you? And the Vatican is a trying to incite a lynch mob out here by say, uh, saying all kinds of slanderous, false things about me. And they keep reprinting them in these Antichrist newspapers and in the Antichrist uh, television stations out here in redneck, hillbilly, Antichrist country in Arkansas. And so, uh, you know, it's just like uh, Clinton is from out here, and he's the one that uh, wanted, he uh, had uh, John Peeler, who fessed up to it, say that he wanted to have me killed. And so he sent John Peeler over to our church, and Peeler said, I'm not doing it because Tony Alamo is squeaky clean. He's not doing anything wrong. And all of his people are very nice. And let me tell you something. The people in a church take on the same personality as the leader, even if it's a business. You can tell if it's a good businessman when you walk in, if people smile at you and try to shake your hand or say, how are you today? And if, or if they just they don't even pay any attention to you, they think they're doing you a favor by staying open. But if it's a good uh, manager or uh, leader of a business, you'll see the people smiling and treating you like gold when you come in to their place of business because, let's face it, a lot of businesses are going down the tubes because they have bad leaders or they don't have a good sense of judgment of business. And uh, over at our place, we witness and testify to people. We smile and we praise and thank the Lord uh, for giving us this information on how to not run our, only our own lives, but I know how to run your life. Not with my judgment, but by the judgment of the word of the Lord. Okay, well, we have some uh, scriptures here. Okay, so in the book of Proverbs, chapter 1, we go down to uh, verse 10. Uh, it says, and uh, this is the Lord talking to people. He says, my son, if... Uh, Sinners entice thee, consent thou not, don't do it. Like these cops and like the international people, the international police and like the people like Clinton that want you to murder the people at Waco. Don't you remember that Clinton got on television and said, I take full responsibility for this. And his lesbian attorney general said the same thing. Janet Reno stated, I take full responsibility. They fought over who was going to take full responsibility for it because those uh, rascals thought that uh, and it's so far gone now that uh, nobody can do anything to them anyway. Try to take them to court for murder and see what happens. They just really think they're sitting on top of the world. Verse 11 if they say, come with us, let us lay wait for blood. In other words, go kill Tony Alamo. Because um, Mr. Peeler didn't uh, kill me or have anyone assassinate me, they put his son in prison for life. 
for nothing. They said he murdered somebody, but they don't have a body. They don't have any evidence whatsoever against him. And the poor guy is sitting in prison now because of that. That's how bad they want to close my church down. So they say, let us lay wait for blood. Let us lurk privately, privately for the innocent. For the innocent without cause. There's no cause. What did we do wrong? Did Tony Alamo put you up to witnessing and testifying? He's doing this evil thing of telling people about Jesus. Is that what that Tony Alamo is doing? Yeah, that's right. Okay. And I know who put you up to saying that that's wrong. Uh, in the Bible, it calls him the devil or Satan or the Antichrist that you belong to. Okay, verse 12, let us swallow old Tony Alamo up alive as the grave and whole as those uh, that go down into the pit. Let me explain something to you phonies. You're the ones going down into the pit. Uh, you're going down into hell where you'll be chewing on your tongue for pain and you'll be grinding on your rotten, filthy teeth. I noticed that some of you people that try to pick me up that you had pretty bad breath. You should use a toothbrush and some sweet-smelling toothpaste. Verse 13, we shall find all precious uh, our substance. That's what we took us years to build all this stuff. And what they did is took all of our property away, kicked everybody out on the street. But now we have more than we've ever had before. And it's not in the church's name. Everything that is purchased is purchased by the brothers or sisters. Each person owns their own property and stuff. So it'd be kind of hard for you to kick him out on the street unless you put more of your goon squad on us. Isn't that right, Pope? Uh, what's his name? Rat Singer? Right. We shall fill our house with a spoil. Cast in the lot among us. Let us all have one purse. Now the Lord is warning us or everybody. My son, walk not thou in the way with them. Refrain thy foot from their path, like the path of this cop and this phony judge, uh, Judge Morris Arnold in uh, Fort Smith, Arkansas, that took all of our stuff away. See, if it's really a work of the Lord, you people will never put us down, but you're going to die trying. Because God will take your life, and he has many of you already. Verse 16. For their feet run to evil and make haste to shed blood. Uh, surely, verse 17, in vain the net is spread for in the sight of any bird. So the Lord is saying that uh, he's telling you what's going to happen to you. So therefore, the uh, evidence of what's going to happen to you is said in the word of God. And you haven't even got enough brains as a bird. 
a bird brain is not going to up, going to fly into a net like that. And I see that my time is up, but some of the things that were stuck in my craw, I had to get out. All right. So this is the time that yeah, you can choose whether you're going to walk in the path of the Lord, which is good. Uh, you let me put you up to that. Or else you're going to walk in the path of evil, like the Lord in this chapter is warning you not to do. And so it's your choice, and you're going to choose where you're going to spend eternity. So if your choice is to spend eternity not grinding your teeth, chewing on your tongue, and screaming your head off, then say this prayer so you can spend eternity in the kingdom of heaven with the Lord in paradise. Say to the Lord, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God, and I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe that you did that, Father. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. I know because your word says so. Your word says you'll turn no one away, and that includes me. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I am saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now just raise your hands up and praise the Lord, and keep praising the Lord, and read the King James Version of the Bible, and share them. Tell them how they may receive the people in Radio Land. This uh, program number 542. Go to com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas 75505 or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370 or fax to area code 479 782 7406. My uh, nephew is a sheriff in um, Montana. He used to be a sheriff in uh, in Nashville. And he told me that a bunch of goon squads from the government goes around telling everybody that I'm a pink or a commie. I'm uh, the worst person in the world. But I am not a communist. We're actually against commie, communism and all the other things. Uh, this is, I'm a world pastor that preaches the gospel, all right? And I preach it the right way, not like the Gentiles do. And so this is world pastor saying, tune in tomorrow for another uh, portion of the truth in Jesus' name to strengthen your soul. And right now I'm uh, going to sing for you, you know, don't let the days go by. Uh, this is a song that Gary Paxson wrote, and it's called The Days We Let Slip By. Eternity and time, the days we 
Yeah. 